0: Seltzer King's Podcasts. Hey listeners, before we
1: get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs?
2: Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli, and...
0: And this is Michael C.
1: Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny
2: and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network.
1: Hey guys, it's the Bradshaw boys here. I'm Corey. I'm
3: Kevin. This is John. And you are about to hear another Not A Normal episode. <laughs> you, first of all, we want to start by saying you're welcome mm-hmm. and thank you. Exactly.
1: I want to
2: say thank you. You're, thank you first. Yeah, and I'd then like to welcome. say
1: thank you. First of all, also, if you've never listened to this podcast, very much thank you for being here. Yeah, uh, and um, <laughs> we hope you enjoy the podcast. And there's a lot of other great episodes for you to listen to out there. It's one with Dan Clay, aka Carrie Dragshaw. Oh yeah, all the hits out there. Shanae Alexander, an Instagram influencer friend of ours. Uh, Corinne Fisher, Allison McLean. Allison McLean, who's a director. Lots of good apps. But so, hey, so thank what's, you. What's
2: special about this episode? So yeah, that's the
3: thank you. Now, what's the you're welcome, Kevin? Listen, here, just a, a little behind the scenes of what it's like to book people, to give us hours upon hours of their time traveling and talking to us, all for zero money. Literally, anytime anyone does a podcast, they get, they they just lose things. All they gain is the happiness of maybe participating in a project. And we send out so many emails, so many texts, uh, trying to get people on here. Mm-hmm. This, is like, this is like two years in the making. Yeah. yeah. We messaged this guy. All the time We've we've talked to t- So many people From Sex in the City And this is the first Cast member Regular cast member That we've gotten mm-hmm. On the podcast You've seen it In the episode notes mm-hmm. We're talking to The brilliant The great Ben Weber Skipper motherfucking Johnston That's right Miranda's First boyfriend That we knew of
1: Yeah Not just a stud horse No Not, not just, just a, a private
3: stud horse No Yeah not just a so private much stud more.
1: horse Yeah So much more than that and uh, we were super excited to talk to him, and he couldn't have been more delightful. He delivered. He
3: really delivered. He was like Skipper if Skipper were completely happy and fulfilled. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know <laughs> if, what I mean? Like, like there was no. Yeah, cause Skipper was always like a little stressed out.
3: Yeah. It was just like, he was so happy to talk, as you'll hear, like, He's, he's just like waiting to pick his son up from basketball. So happy to yeah. chat about everything. Yeah. And then picks his son up from basketball. Yeah, which he is good, Which is
1: great. He, he completes he, the transaction. He, yeah, he actually picks his son up. So he's a good father in real life. Yes. Yeah,
3: totally. There's also this thing of like doing an interview, like it's something we've like learned how to do. And there is something that you realize why... W- that there is like a talent to like great interviewing. Yeah. And so there's these certain points that we're like, okay, we got this person on the phone and now we're trying to figure out <laughs> how to make sure we don't fuck up the next 40 minutes. And we were there was a few moments in this interview that we were all just staring at each other with our jaws open like we're like we cannot believe th- yeah. what he's telling us. Yeah. It's so
2: fun yeah. and so funny. Yeah, yeah he, totally. he talks about uh what life was like in the early stages of Filming Sex and the City And even before he got cast Before he got cast We hear some insights Into the character Of Skipper mm-hmm. And he gives us Some insane Just the amazing, juiciest I Juiciest mean, stories so, With some of the cast members So
1: many go- I mean there are some Crazy stories about him And some cast members And
3: just Specifically Just so you don't get Your hopes up it's, 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 it, it, just, we, it will just, do you want to say who it this, is? We're not going to give it away. Just imagine, just imagine if you could, in your own world, create like, what would it be like if Skipper Johnston and Mr. Big hang, hung out? <laughs> we you're, have, you're we have to the find real fucking life version of that. That's right. Yeah. It's so fun. And we have it, we have it as a, as a full,
1: like, completing the loop. We mm-hmm. have it from back then. And then you get it, you get to finish Boom. it too. You hear about it in the early days, you hear about it in the later days. It's buckle up for
2: a great interview. Enough of us, Chadden. How about we how about we get to the call with uh with Mr. Ben Weber? Uh without further ado or adieu, adieu. uh, ladies
3: Thank and gentlemen, you. here is the incredible actor. Uh skip plays plays Skipper Johnston in Sex in the City, seasons one and two, Ben Weber. Ben Weber. Thanks.
2: You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys.
1: Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through sex and the city for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Sieber. And we have an incredibly special episode for you. We are on the phone right now with none other than website creator and hopeless romantic (laughs) Skipper Johnson, a.k.a. Ben Weber. Ben, how's it going?
0: Woo! (laughs) <laughs> wow! A good, I've got that. I've got goosebumps. Oh, so it. do we. So do we. So do we. Nobody talks about me. Nobody ever talks about me like
2: that. Well, well that's a that's that, a shame. That is a shame. Yeah, we're skipper heads over
0: here.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're definitely we're we're definitely big old skipper heads over here.
3: We're very excited to talk to you uh-huh. today. We've been uh, oh, we've been it. massive. Uh, you've been so nice. We we first found you and emailed you to do our live show. Uh, and it almost yeah. worked out, and uh, and so it it means a lot that you know you gave us any time yeah. at all. But we've been we've been Skipper fans from the beginning, uh, and, and we're not alone. And we're not alone. There's there's,
2: there's a big contingency of, of Skipper heads out
3: there. The I, I the here here'd be the first thing we'd want to want to ask about because we're we're all actors as well. Is like. Yep when were you living in new york at the time and what was the process like yeah the audition process or yeah. how you got into the show
1: um, and also just take us through real quick, yeah, like know, where was, you were like in your life was, was this one of your first roles or like how did the whole thing come about
0: um yeah so it was like mm, let's see mid to late 90s when i started acting in new york i had done kind of like, uh, kind of like you guys, I, I had a, a comedy background. I was working at this place. that's not there anymore it's called the Boston comedy club. Oh yeah. And, um, I got an agent and a manager through doing stand up who wanted to work with me as an actor. And, um, I was like, great, this is awesome. You know, I'm freezing my ass off, handing out flyers, in, <laughs> uh, you know, in Village, um, so I can do a show for, for two minutes, you know, for two people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I got an agent, and I started going out for stuff. And one of the first things I went out for was *Spin City*, I think. And okay. that was like a big deal at the time because yeah. Michael J. Fox was doing like a half hour, and um, that was pretty exciting. It was like, oh my gosh, like they're really interested in 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 uh, in me for one of the parts in the the mayor's office or, or whatever. Okay. whatever, speechwriter or something. Yeah. And I came kind of close on that. And then that was cool. I didn't, I, you know, I didn't, it was all sort of new to me. Like I just had no idea, um, how it all worked. So when HBO came along and they were like, Oh, we're doing original programming. It was a little bit of a disconnect. It was like, um, what, you know, this network that has like no track record whatsoever is, is going to start making their own shows. Like, mm. okay. And so I don't, remember like being nervous or that, you know, I think I went in and read for the producers. I went in for the first meeting. I don't remember the first call, but I remember reading for Darren Starr and those guys the second time. And I was like, I don't even know what this is. I don't know (laughs) if I should be getting nervous. Like, am I supposed to be nervous for this? And, um, and it was fine. The meeting was actually kind of great. And, I was excited, but it was definitely like, okay, you know, like this isn't, we've, we had been so trained to be like, Oh, you know, the network, you know, the network pilots, that's where the money is. Right. Yeah. And so it was almost like not even on my radar. I don't know if other people have, have that that sentiment, but it was like, it just seems so crazy. Like no one, no one had ever done this before. Yeah. So when I did the pilot, that was like, okay, like it's not, you know, like it's not friends or it's not, you know, Uh, But like, Mm -hmm. all right, sure, let's let's do this weird pilot. And then I remembered the pilot aired. And um, I was just like walking down 57th Street and some random guy in a business suit stopped me. I'll (laughs) never forget this. And he's just like, I saw you on television last night and you were amazing. You know, it was fantastic. And I, at that point, had been in New York for what felt like five minutes. And huh. I was like, I can't believe, like somebody is stopping me, you know, in New York City, and telling me, you know, I'm great. And it was just kind of took off from there. That uh, is
2: amazing. So, so did the recognition kind of just increase tenfold? Were you were you getting spotted by people regularly then at that point in, in New York?
0: Well, I mean, again, it was. So the timing is a little funny because I was just dating the woman who would eventually become my wife. Mm -hmm. And her parents were, I had just met her parents for the first time. They were, they are awesome, but they are super conservative Republicans.
1: Oh man. (laughs) The plot (laughs) thickens.
0: Their daughter getting some actor on some show on Sex and the City (laughs) on on HBO about sex. And so like that was a little bit of a controversy.
2: Sure. Um, I'm glad that you you two were were able to figure it out. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they were able to sort of like, Oh, okay, this is actually kinda cool and then yeah, once I started going to like you know, we started, you know, going to the first table read, it was Carolyn Strauss was there Mm. and, you know, we're doing this groundbreaking, you know, work from like word go and it was like, Oh shit, this is this is really something awesome right away. And so that, that was pretty cool.
2: That's fantastic.
3: Did Were you up for the role of Skipper? Was that the only role that you read for, or did you happen to read for any other yeah, roles? Yeah,
0: no. I didn't. They didn't bring me in for Mr. Big. They didn't bring me in for Sarah Jessica Parker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: you seem like a Carrie. Weirdly.
0: Yeah, I do. I kind of have that bounce.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we did. We actually did hear, though, so, Corey, you s- someone, some fan, there's like a speculation of some fans that kind of, um, that's that Steve was sort of semi based oh, on Skipper. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We can uh we, oh. we we have a fan question that gets to that later yeah. that like, yeah, basically yeah, someone yeah, yeah. was someone was like No. It someone was like, is uh was Steve Skipper two
0: yeah, so I guess that's kind of an interesting debate. It's like did yeah, I don't know. We can I I I read for I read for Skipper and it was um, it was kind of cool because my wife, again, was working in the tech world, like the early, the first bubble in the late 90s. That's amazing. She was working at this place called um, Tripod.com, which okay. was like build your own homepages. So if you wanted to make an Alan McBeal homepage, you would go to Tripod.com <laughs> yeah. and like make baby. your homepage. Yeah. And so she had one foot in the tech world. So that gave me a little bit of confidence. That's to great. That's fantastic. Playback, what, even though it's not really about, uh, you know, the tech world. But right. She was a real
3: uh, life website creator. She was. And yeah. hopeless romantic. Was,
0: was there yeah, any, was there exactly.
3: any, yeah. Was
1: there anything that went along? Like, like I know on shows, sometimes they start, they, like they go off someone's personality or any of their stories to like do any of the writing. Was there any of that, like that happened where, you know, they said where... <laughs> you did something and then they wrote that into the character. Were you a really big cereal oh, eater? Is that where that came from? I they, they, always you buying cereal? So.
0: I, I do remember hearing sort of early feedback that you're. I was, before Michael Patrick King came on, I think they were still sort of trying to find, you know, like, what what is, is this a comedy? Is it not a comedy? Mm-hmm, and Michael mm-hmm. Patrick King had gotten his start at the Boston Comedy Club. So we kind of bonded over no way. over that a little bit. Um, so I'm not quite sure how much I think the show is about the ladies and it always has been about the ladies. And so I think, you know, trying to sort of give them the venue to sure. to, to, to speak about new things every week. I think that's, you know, always the most important thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. I, yeah. I, I do have to say, like, I go back and look at that and it was so great to work. You know, there were so many great people that went through that show, but my scenes with Sarah Jessica Parker are just like, you know, I'm just like bouncing through the roof, you know, or she has so much energy. Yeah. And it's so contagious. It's, it just was really, it just was really, really fun.
1: That's really, it's really cool. One thing that's always been interesting to me about the show and your scenes with her is that it's sort of posited that like you, that Skipper and Carrie were friends yeah. before, like that's, I think how yeah. she met Miranda. Um, and I don't yeah. know if that backstory is like ever necessarily explained did you have, did yep. did you have like a, a method yeah, acting thing yeah, like, where you were like, here's how they, we were like, friends. Yeah, we, did you and yeah, SJP no, ever talk about really
0: that? Map it, no, we didn't really map it out or anything, but there was this kind of like, you know, big, uh, you know, big sister, or little brother or whatever thing. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, that I just felt with her. I was just like, oh man, she's just so, you know, I was a little like, I was, I was an English major. Like I wasn't like an NYU Tish drama kid. Like I was just like writing jokes, doing like open mic. And so I felt a little bit like green about, you know, about the fact that, you know, I didn't have Miranda's you know, theater credit. So yeah. You yeah. have, you know, Christian's experience, but, um, I was really just sort of learning on the job. You know, I had yeah. done some improv and, and some up, but I was really just kind of learning on the job. And, um, I remember the first time I showed up the set and i had to do like sort of a sex scene with miranda Mm -hmm. and there's like that terrible moment where you know you get to your dressing room and there's no wardrobe and there's just a nudity (laughs) waiver like on your coffee oh my gosh
2: (laughs) (laughs) and you're like all right
0: and uh i was yeah okay here we go we got to this point (laughs)
2: how how was that phone call with the in-laws yeah (laughs) i
0: know i know it was so bad it was even though i was it was hard. It was really hard. But what made where I showed my like lack of experience was like when we went to go do that scene, like I couldn't remember my fucking lines. Like I was. A mess.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> I bet. I mean like that is when you, was, you're just like yeah. so thrown in right there. And was this the scene when you I, talk about that one, was that the scene where you break up with, that wasn't where you break up with the woman. That
0: No, no, no. That was with Catherine Grant, I believe her name was, that was the scene that I was referring to that was just sort of like a poised, moment with Miranda. With Miranda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, super lovey-dovey and it was just, it was, you know, it was the first time wearing, like, the sock around my genitals. Yeah. (laughs) And it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a great (laughs) trial by fire
1: if it makes you feel any better we're on a phone call right now but that's how we're all dressed right now we're all just sitting (laughs) here naked with the soccer (laughs) on our genitals that's how we record yeah that's 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 kind of how we get into it right now yeah so you're in good company um
0: oh my god you guys are like the you guys are the perfect intimacy coach for this (laughs) exactly
1: it's gonna be okay man
2: So, so you you, you yeah. mentioned the first time you got recognized after the pilot. At what point did you yeah. n- know the show was going to be a, a cultural titan? At what point did you know this was going to be a huge thing and not just a successful pilot or a success for, successful first season of a TV show?
0: You know, I just felt like the first time we did the episode about anal sex, it was just like, oh, my God. Like, there's yeah. no, like, shrieking from it. It's no, like, it's some throwaway, like, we're leaning into this. And mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. And the, the, the confidence, uh, you know, was just there from the very beginning. So yeah. it was like, you know, I, I didn't have a lot to compare it to. You know, my, my credits at that point were pretty short. Yeah. You know, it was like the, um, I'd been to a couple of their table reads for like half hour stuff. But you're like, they're not talking about, about this. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you know, it was, um, it was, it was, you know, I, there was some other moments of, of you know, being, uh, of being recognized that were nice. Um, a movie that I got almost directly because of my work on Texas City was this movie called The Broken Hearts Club that Greg Berlanti mm. directed mm-hmm. with Zach Braff and Tim Oliphant and um, Dean Cain. And Billy Porter. Wow. And uh, it was a movie that we were basically, like, it was Greg Berlanti's, like, first movie. And we were playing all of his gay West Hollywood friends. And it was, like, a really kind of natural I, I audition for that. and uh, But I think they kind of gave me the role because they'd seen my work on Sex and the City. Yeah, and Greg that, was just a really awesome guy. That's amazing. And, that's... Uh, yeah, it was a really, you guys should go, like, that's a good one. Like, it stayed really well. And I would say after Sex and the City, like the people who say, you know, hey, I saw you in the Brooklyn Arts Club and, you know, that was really important for X, Y, and Z, like that, you know, that, that that that's
1: right up there. Yeah, the cast looks crazy. Jennifer Coolidge is also in that and Justin Thoreau oh and Nia God. Long, like yeah. that's a killer lineup of people. Well, that's great. Killer, killer. We're going to have to add that to the, uh, the Sex and the City Movie Club where totally. we watch movies that are connected to uh, Sex and right. the City. Yeah. So, So you did, so, um, well, so we're talking about you filming all the different scenes and we have some questions about certain scenes, but before we get into that, like, what do you remember your favorite scene to film or any stories from like your favorite scene to film on, uh, or any, any remarkable stories, you know, just from filming like some of your favorite scenes? Um, yeah,
0: I mean, like I said, there was, some. I just remember shooting, you know, once, uh, in front of the Flatiron Building, I think Paris Barclay was our director, and it was just like, um, you know, it just was so fun and easy. Like I had like three pages of dialogue, but like because uh, there just there was just such this positive, positive energy for mm, yeah. You know, it was just so fun and just flowed, and 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 was just awesome. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of some of the other early directors well, and that actually were there that.
1: Well, yeah, you, first season. Yeah. you mentioned, like, we we actually had on uh, Alison McLean, who directed the episode with the anal sex scene mm-hmm. you are talking about. Oh, um, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And she talked to us a little bit about shooting back then in New York, but, like, what what was it like? You guys were one of the first shows to actually shoot on location in New York, or one of the first sitcoms, I guess. And what was it like to, like, yeah. be out shooting on the street? At that point where people recognizing the show and recognizing you guys, you ever have anyone come and be like, oh, my gosh, oh. it's Sex in the City.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, I got to, you know, I never went out to nightclubs. I never went out except we, unless we were on location somewhere, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and we we're always in some really cool place. Oh, wait, sorry. One other point of connection to the broken hearts club was that Tim Oliphant and I shared a scene in like episode three or four. And then he was also in broken hearts club together with me. And I remember, do you guys know Tim?
3: Yeah, yeah. 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 Huge fan of Deadwood yeah, and fan. huge fan of Justified.
0: Yeah. I I, I worked with him on Texas City. I was like, who is this asshole? <laughs> and, then <we> did, <laughs> and then we did Broken Arts Club. And I was like, oh, this guy is actually awesome. And he's a family man. And he just had his first kid. Oh, my God. And he's like the greatest guy ever. Wow. And so we became like really good friends after working, not once. And then, you know, thankfully, you let me give them a second chance.
2: Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> that oh, that's really
1: great.
3: great. That's awesome. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. I it's like there was a million, you know, there were just so many people that went through that show. Of course, yeah. Denver, well,
3: and, that's what it's uh, been like yeah, for us yeah. since we're watching it without having seen it before. And it's interesting because we're yeah. like the amount of, we've seen like blog posts and websites that are like, here's the people that were on the show. But right. You know, like seeing like Tony Hale and Jim mm-hmm. Gaffigan uh, and Justin throws on it twice and mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bradley yeah. Cooper's just like yep. scene. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of. It's really fun to go back and watch and be like, "Oh my gosh!" And I guess that's just what it is when yep. there's all these people Will going Arnett
0: on. Is, Will Arnett was on that. First yeah, time. Will Arnett. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's in that first yeah, yeah. run.
3: There's one part you yeah. would
1: you would maybe appreciate this from being from doing stand up in the day, but like there's one in like episode four or something where Todd Barry just rolls up some kegs and he's like delivering to a bar <laughs> and he's like one totally. of the he's one of the interview people when yeah. they did the straight to camera interviews. Yeah. Yeah hey, uh, sometimes you got to deliver things I, to a bar. Yeah, I yeah.
0: totally remember that. Yeah, yeah, totally. I did have a funny, um, this is not really a scene per se, but it's classic, like Mr. Big Chris Nose, which is I just remember getting a van to Silver Cup Studios one morning. I don't know if it was in the morning or in the afternoon. Let's uh-huh. say it was in the morning. But I just remember, like, Chris Nose like, in the van, in the in the passenger seat, uh, you know, on my like shady East Village street, um, with the teamster, and you know he picks me up, and he just is like finishes reading like a Playboy magazine and just like chucks it back at me. And he's like, "Here, read this, kid." <laughs> 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 That's like
1: art imitating or life imitating art, right there. Oh, that is amazing. I know,
0: and he had like just been coming from whatever super exclusive club you know he had just been hanging out at, and and uh, it was. So funny.
2: Right?
1: Oh man. <laughs> Dude, that is, here's what here's is going to be the, the confluence of this podcast. Like we're going to, we're going, I can't wait to, for us to interview Chris Noth and ask him about that moment. And then I can't wait yeah. to do a show with all of you on it and have yeah. you guys talk about that moment. <laughs> that's the goal. Like, we're, we've got your story. We've got to get his story.
3: Yeah. Now we got to get the two of you together to talk about it. And then Chris nuth is going to be like, I remember I remember that issue. That was uh, January <laughs> uh, 1999.
1: There no, was some great... He's <laughs> like, oh, I yeah, that banging, one was... I was banging the centerfold. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's like, yeah, that one was called Australian Barebacks.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Early, late 90s issue. Yeah, it's great. Daisy Fuentes had an interview in it. <laughs> Very hot. I don't know why I just gave him that accent, but that's hilarious. Oh, man. I love it.
3: That's I so funny. It. So, so um, what sort of uh, what sort of stuff are, are you working on these days? Are there any projects you're working on? Or- well,
0: so you'll be curious to hear. I, I just did a show with Chris Noth called The the Unabomber. It came out uh, like 2018. It was this eight-part series about Ted Kaczynski. It, it was, was fantastic.
2: Awesome. Yeah, we, we all watched it. Yeah. It was amazing.
0: Yeah, Chris and I got to hang out in Atlanta for, like, four months. We were down wow. there. And it was really fun because, you know, I, I tell that story, but, like, we didn't really, like, hang out and sort of party except for, you know, when we would go to, like, the, the rap parties right. or something. And um, so there it was, like, kind of cool. Like, we were kind of – we were like roommates. We were living in the same little area – near the Ponce City Market, we were going to the same gym every day and like hanging out late at night. And it was kind of cool. We got to actually really sort of like hang out in a way that we didn't get to do on Texas City and really talk about like some of the old stuff. And uh, it was great. It was a total dream come true. Although I drank way too much.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Not surprising.
0: (laughs) It was really like dream job
3: that's that's great it and it absolutely was absolutely fantastic too such a solid such a solid uh bit of tv oh yeah yeah totally oh
0: what, greg utain directed all like eight episodes wow he never slapped he was a total like he is uh he's awesome really really great experience
3: that's great um yeah the uh what what's your uh What's your n- Noth's drink? We yeah, just want to get a picture. What when yeah when, when you and Chris
2: Noth And I want to get the workout
3: too. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's do let's do what are your drinks and, and then what, then what, do you what are you guys working What are you working out on the next yeah, morning? Yeah,
1: are you doing are you you doing is it CrossFit?
2: Hit, is it TRX bands? Hit, hit it, workouts.
1: Yeah. What are we talking? But let's let's <laughs> go let's go uh let's you wanna do workouts first, then drink second? Oh, uh, you start with the drinks, uh, then that's uh, You start with uh, the drink start with the drinks and then you hang you over the next day. So yeah, what are the drinks first?
0: You know, I you're going to kill me, but I can't remember what he drank. That means you drank a lot. I think he just drank. Yeah, we both drank a lot. I mean, he was a cigar bar guy. Okay. So he would always be like, come on, come on out to the cigar bar. And I'd be like, I don't want to ruin my outfit for the entire week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's the most skipper thing you've said all, in, all interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: He was always trying to get me to go out to Atlanta cigar bars. I was like, I've got like
3: two outfits and two (laughs) tops. I love it. (laughs) Dude, that's, it's so, it's so funny because I, I mean, I, like we feel the same way. It's, we feel the same way that it's like, it's so great to talk to you. And obviously we're all actors too. We know there's a difference between, between one and the other, but it all, if like, if I walked into like a bar in atlanta and then just a cigar bar and then just saw you like there's no way i'm like those those are not real people that's that's mr big and skipper fucking hanging out if you wanted
1: real life fan fiction in real life all i all i want is like a bunch of women in their mid-40s who are going out for like a girl's night and they're like one of them's like, I've really been getting into cigars. Like the Samantha of the group would do that. And then like they show up at that cigar bar, they're sex and city fans. They would lose Lose their minds. If they saw you guys, (laughs) they would just, they, they, their heads would explode if they just walk in and they're out for a girl's night and here's Skipper and big
0: every night of the week. For me, that's like once every 20,000 years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, well then, uh, I'm I'm can we do a few can we do Oh I, I want to
2: get to the workout. Oh yeah, we never got to the <laughs> workouts. Yeah, yeah, so what that's what we doing in the gym yeah. the next month. Workout. Shit. We yeah. talk about cigar bars, yeah. Because
0: yeah, yeah, we would get a little competitive in the gym and then also like socially, you know, going out like who could stay out the latest. <laughs> but Amazing. the gym was pretty pretty um, you know, it started out with a long session on the roller ball the roller pad you know for both of us yep. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Would, you know, yeah you got to roll out got to roll rod, it out of so,
1: course It band <laughs> important
0: yeah and then i think he did some interval workouts followed by you know some runerville sessions on the treadmill okay um and, and followed out by just like some regular workout you know like some weights and stuff um gosh but I, it was you know, it was funny because I think he had been a runner for a long time, and he was bummed that he couldn't run anymore. But he's still in like great shape. He's like a really, he's uh he's an awesome worker outer
2: yeah. <laughs> goes hard in cigar so, bar and harden. That's in, right in the, in the gym. Yeah, the noth Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we get to that's some? Uh, should we get to some skipper questions here? Let's get, it, we, let's get as, it, as yeah. you saw on our, on our Instagram. We asked we asked some of our fans to 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 ask us some skipper related questions yeah. we have we have a handful here i love it one, one that Let's we th- do it one that we thought was especially relevant uh
3: right now and i i we had an idea of who it might be but we want to know if no you know the character more than anyone who do you think skipper johnston would support uh in the democratic primary who do you think he'd throw his weight behind and feel free to throw feel free to throw a left turn if you're like skipper's full trump yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: If Skipper, if Skipper is like a, if he ends up being like a super no, right business be, guy, that's fine. You know, no, that's no, what it is.
0: Skipper would be registering voters in a Whole Foods parking lot. There you go. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> He'd be
1: canvassing at the Park Slope co-op. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So where would he fall in the, in the current field of candidates I, right now?
0: I, I think, you know, you got to go with Mike Bloomberg, I would think, but you know. Yeah. Um, Tech guy. I would think he would also be, you know, Mike Bloomberg's not, uh, I think Elizabeth Warren or, or
3: Bernie. Yeah, you know? I, I mean, I I guess I would just have to say if you know if there Elizabeth Warren was a f- uh, a former lawyer, um, pretty yep. powerful woman. Um, I don't yep. know. She she has she has a a short little bob haircut. I I wonder if there's anyone yeah. that Skipper <laughs> would be reminded of by th- You know, also the Cynthia Nixon, also a politician. Uh, I don't know. Yes. I feel like. Yep.
0: Skipper's yeah. a tech guy. I think I he would, would have been like Yang to, gang. I'd like to roll all the candidates together into one person that looks like Cynthia Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Nice. That's great. All right. um, well then, okay. So we we have, uh, so one question that's been asked by a few people uh, is, was Skipper only a private stud horse, you know, just a, just a dial-a-fuck to Miranda or something more?
0: Um. And, well, I'm sorry, what was the question? Is, <laughs> that's, if, that's if you listen,
1: it, and it is a, uh, a quote. Tell me if you tell me if you recognize this direct quote from the from the show. Was Skipper yeah. quote only a private stud horse? You know, just a dial a fuck to Miranda or something more? Does that ring a bell? <laughs> that, that's, yeah, totally. I
0: would. I would say uh, he is something more. I would think. I would yeah. hope so. Yeah. I, th- I think
2: so too. I think I think Miranda had a, a soft spot for Skipper like guys. Yeah, I you know, think so. Steven Skipper, yeah, like we works. said, cut from the I same thread. She's not looking for a Mister Big. She's looking for a nice, comfortable, serial eating web designer.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Um, what uh? What do you think right now? If you had to imagine like what Skipper would be doing well, in in 2019, uh, what do you think his job? in 2019? Yeah. If you if you had to forecast the future,
0: um. I think he'd be in Los Angeles. Okay. I think would have Yeah. He would be uh, you know, he would be parlaying his parlaying his career as a web creator. Mm. I feel into, like to like, you know, like social media.
3: I feel like there was a probably a huge Empire. boon for him. <laughs> yeah. There are some people that were like I we've speculated we're like his 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 chip came in with the big boon, I bet he was like a pretty successful dude after yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: that.
3: Absolutely, I bet he was. I bet he had yeah. a tech startup and is like rolling in it. A hundred
0: percent, totally. Yeah, whatever he did after web creation was probably hacked by the
2: Russians. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of people want to know how do you think Skipper and Gary originally became friends?
0: Oh, that's a good question. How Skipper and Miranda originally became friends? Uh, Carrie, cause I
1: think he was friends with Carrie first. He was friends with Carrie so, first. So well, how, yeah. Yeah. Cause you were talking about like the backstory of it earlier. Like do you, is there an origin story between Carrie and Skipper?
0: Ooh, I don't know if I know the origin story. I don't know if I felt like there was one there. Was it?
2: Looks like we're going to have to do some, uh, uh looks like we're going to have to do some fanfic. We yeah. Do A little little fanfic on you know. I
0: think, yeah. Cause I don't remember it. I just sort of felt like it was just kind of like, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're already in the middle of the relationship. Sure.
1: Um, you had mentioned some things, you know, about like shooting with SJP and how she was like, you know, just like great energy and like, and you know, the acting of, of, uh, you know, Cynthia Nixon and stuff. But like, are there any stories about any of the four women that stand out? Like shooting on set stories is anything that you remember. That's like a, you know, interesting story or anything like that.
0: Um, about shooting with the women. Yeah. Um, hang on. I got to get my son here. Okay, my son is in the car. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I just picked him up from basketball.
3: Oh, and, uh, following following on, in his father's second. footsteps. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right. You know, he learned a lot. Of, uh, I played uh, basketball football football in uh, Westwood Street. That's right. Yeah. and i need to take my son back there and and uh, get him indoctrinated
3: you yeah. p- you played uh, I, I don't know if you remember this but your teammates were tom walker jake lewis rich stein and fred king those are the <laughs> wow how
0: yeah. do you find that info
3: we just watched we just watched that scene again <laughs> and <Yeah>. we just <laughs> wrote all the guys <laughs> names
2: down yeah. one, of the, one of the most iconic basketball teams i think since the dream team yeah, yeah we yeah. would say <laughs> since the dream team more than 90s bulls <laughs> yeah. like i'd say that west fourth crew
1: especially is, rich stein yeah, Rich Stein was the financial yeah, it's analyst.
0: That's so, so funny. There's like two things I couldn't have done in New York in the '90s. One of them was like go to a nightclub, and two was play at West Fourth Street. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. All of uh, all of our listeners like they they give it because we like hone in on all the weird guys in the show, like those like Rich Stein and stuff. And we talk about him so much. And they're like <laughs> they're like Capote Duncan is not a big character, yep. but we talk about them. Yeah. We talk a about. Lot. Yeah. We, we, we
1: find all the different guys in it. Incredibly iconic and, and, and Skipper and Capote, Donkey devil being two of them. Well,
3: we we don't want to keep you too long. I did want to ask you, uh, about Sex and the City 3. I know there's probably not going to be a movie, but were you ever a part of, of in conversation for the movies or talked to anyone about the third movie before it kind of went off the rails?
0: I, I don't know anything about it. I I would love to do. I would. Is it too late to do the first movie? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't
2: seen it yet, so you, um, yeah. Skipper could be okay. in it for all we know. Great. Yeah, no,
0: I haven't seen it either. Is it I too late? Because I. I uh no, I don't know anything about the third movie. I would definitely, I would totally do it. I what happened? It went off the rails.
1: Yeah, there was th- there was a little bit of a thing where I think there's like there's kind oh. of a feud between SJP. Well, there was like a supposed feud between SJP and Kim Cattrall, and there's a whole okay. like there's a whole thing of like I theories. Think it was, was going to happen, and, and
3: then it didn't, and then it didn't.
0: But so. I
1: will tell you this: that like yep. one of the it was going to happen, and then it didn't, and then there's reasons why people think it didn't happen. But there was. Uh, like a plot spoiler that came mm-hmm. out one time where they were saying that in it, Mr. Big dies of a heart attack in the shower in the mm-hmm. opening mm-hmm. scene, mm-hmm. The opening scene,
2: which um, we know is not true because he's hitting the gym every day. Yeah. So. We
1: know that Noth is always hitting the gym. Yeah. So that's, that's not true. But I think if he did die in the shower, that's the perfect time to have Skipper be there at the funeral and be like one of Carrie's oldest friends swooping in, swooping in, funeral giving question. some support. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: yeah. Wait a minute, you guys. We need to pitch this. We need to be writing. We got to work Okay, dude. We're you, up your we're yeah. Staying that's, up, we're staying up late. Tonight. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Meet me at the cigar bar. Let's All right.
1: It. We'll talk You're there. about to get an invite to a Google Doc. We're going to write this thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> well, we, uh, yeah, like we said, we we didn't want to, we we didn't want to keep you too long, but like, so Sex in the City with your life now today. Do you still get recognized? Do people still come up to you and you know mention things about Sex in the yeah. City? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I just literally like two days ago, I was actually at a at an audition for something, and a woman came up to me, and she was just like, "You're amazing," and and uh, you know, said all these nice things, and it was great. But it was like I kind of you know, you feel sort of uncomfortable when you're at an audition for something else, and somebody says this something nice, you know, like sure, uh, I don't know. It, it was great. It was really nice. Because so, yeah, people are still. People are still um, coming up to me and, and uh, saying things all the
2: time. That's fantastic, and that just demonstrates. I mean, I think we all know it since we're talking about it. But Sex and the City is such an iconic, special show. It's very important to a lot of people, and I think you know it's 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 really been yeah. a, a hugely and widely important thing. Yeah. A lot and, th- of lives. and
3: thanks. Yeah. Thanks for being so kind to hop on the phone with us. Yeah. It means means so much.
0: Absolutely. And I, I, I am such a fan of what you guys are doing. I think it's so smart. I think the way that you're connecting, you know, creating this whole universe of, of like, this, like what you're doing with the Kristen, her new movie and, uh, you know, how you cover all that stuff. But I think I think you guys are really funny in it's it's really great. I,
3: I'm gonna crow you
1: crow about you too uh, to the roof from the rooftop. Oh, thanks Thank so you much. Thank you so much. Thank,
0: Thank
3: you, you, so you so much, much nice. man. Well, uh, um, we uh, one when we have a uh, when we make it out to L.A., we'll either work together on our on our new pitch, mm-hmm. or we'll all just we'll all just go to a cigar bar together. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and, and get to know each other in person.
1: Yeah, it'll be great. And then we'll we'll all do uh we'll do like a a group Zumba class the next day or something like that too. <laughs> bring it together let's
0: definitely yeah let's definitely pencil in drunk dialing chris Nose.
1: oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> uh if I'm i could be the first more excited yeah I, i'm very excited about that that's great
3: <laughs> all right well uh, hey thank you so much thanks ben. so much ben we really appreciate it of
0: course anytime thank you guys
3: take
1: care thanks.
0: the bradshaw
2: boys stars Corey cavin john sieber and kevin james doyle The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at BradshawBoys.com, on social media at TheBradshawBoys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening.
0: Seltzer Kings. Podcasts.